0: I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who has been an accident.
1: 3C!
2: Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages, or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks, or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Meat to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon Rangers 15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.
1: This is Kennedy Landry, the Rangers Beat reporter for MLB.com, and this is the Rangers Report Podcast.
0: This is the Ranger Report Podcast news, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers. From the Major Leagues to the Minor Leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at BDieter75.
2: I am C.J. Berryman. You can find me at C.J.B. underscore
1: R. R.
0: And we are joined tonight by Kane McCutcheon from Dallas Sports Nation. Kane, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing good. How are you guys? Doing, We're good, doing good. I'm
0: I'm
2: wondering where's Abel McCutcheon?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure I, you've never I, heard that before. Oh, I have totally. Growing up in this <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, where can they find you on Twitter, Kane?
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at Kane underscore McCutcheon6. Um, All right. I, getting more active on there as i've started writing so
0: yeah yeah yeah. and it's been some good stuff we're gonna we're gonna talk about one of those articles tonight but i thought thought we'd start with just the most exciting news of the day how this lockout is going really well huh cj
2: oh my god (laughs) okay kane i've i've been dealing with uh the rangers executives and stuff all day long trying to get people on and they're pretty much like nope i I just got a whole bunch of Uh, not during the lockout, no interviews during the lockout. And I kept pressing it. Uh, I was texting Ben about it. I'm like, man, I'm getting turned down on left and right. So uh, talk about the, uh, talk about the lockout cane and how much a pain in the ass this is.
1: The lockout sucks, man. Like I'm 16 years old and I've never experienced a lockout in any sport. And it's like, nothing is happening. Like I, this is the first time I've ever experienced baseball with nothing is happening. Like I absolutely hate it. And of course it happens in the off season when the Rangers are being active, which has never happened in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, you are correct on that. This has been a crazy off season, like that you know sixty million day was just insane. And then to get locked out right after that just seemed criminal because I mean, they're on the move. We know we know they're going to add pitchers, whether by trade or whether by, you know, just free agent signings. We know they got more to add. And now we just sit in silence in the cold and wait for something to happen.
2: So and you're six, you're, you're 16. So you don't remember the lockout of 1994.
1: I do not know. No, he that wouldn't have was, been alive uh,
2: then. Nope. Cause uh, the Rangers were in first place. Really? Yep. They were in first place uh, when that lockout happened, and it happened mid-season. So, thankfully, this is happening in the off-season and not mid-season.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. the first year in glow in. Uh, well, back then it, it, it was ballpark in, the, yeah, in Arlington. At yeah. the
2: ballpark in Arlington, yeah, the first year at the new stadium. Yep.
0: Every year, it's fun fact: every year the Rangers have had a new stadium, the season has been cut short for some reason.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. I actually didn't know that.
0: Yep, every year that '94, and then when they first came to Arlington from Washington. The season was cut short. I can't remember why, but I'd done some research on it at some time. And now here with COVID, the season was cut short the first year in Globe Life Field. So apparently every time they open a new ballpark, something dramatic happens. So anyway, um, all right, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Kane, you wrote about it. Uh, we got the Rangers, I think, trades. Do you guys think trades is how they're going to bring more people in?
1: I personally do think that trades is a very likely option. Probably they're going to bring people in. They're still looking in the free agent market, but um, with kind of like the overcrowding in a way of the infield, um, I think that there's likely going to be some trades when the lockout is over. Well, and it goes
2: back to as, as well as the farm system is too. There's a whole lot of stock there. And now with the two signings in the middle infield, you've got guys that are blocked. essentially in the minors that are huge, huge talents, huge prospects. And my prediction is a trade gets made with Cincinnati. What do you think about that for Sonny Gray and and Castillo?
1: Yeah, I really like that. I think that's been rumored uh, a lot. Um, I like I was doing some research about this for my article. I I really like uh, I think Sonny Gray is a pretty low key signing that the trade that they can make. I actually saw a prediction. I don't remember um, who it was from, but um, they had a prediction for Sonny Gray, and it was a really really good trade for the Rangers. I think like uh, Cincinnati's looking to get rid of pitchers, and um, the Rangers are certainly takers. But also don't count out a trade with the Yankees, which I had in my article. Um, I they were they were rumored to be interested in Isaiah Kindervalefa. And I actually uh, put together a trade for Davey Garcia, one of the young pitchers at the, in the Yankees farm system who the Rangers had interest in.
0: I think, again, I know Cincinnati's been out there a lot. I think is a great one. There's a few other good ones out there, but I think Sonny Gray, in my mind, and I know you guys agree, is probably the most likely one that they'll want to get. And like you said, the middle infield, we have a, a plethora of outfielders as well. You got Steel Walker, Bubba Thompson, Josh Stowers. You've got, you know, I mean, they've got a ton of outfielders right now to uh, to play a ton of infielders. And, I mean, you can never have too much pitching.
1: No doubt, no
2: doubt. Yeah, and then the Rangers also have a relationship with uh, the A's. I want to get your thoughts on this, Kane. Um, it seems like every offseason, the Rangers and A's are making some kind of trade uh, yeah. to help each other out. So, uh, Chris Halleck from Sports Illustrated, we've had him on multiple times, and he's we call him our Ranger Report BFF. We've had him on multiple times, and he 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 kind of brought this up and just kind of hinted uh about Matt Olson, a Matt Olson trade, so that would mean you know a lot of pieces move uh obviously Nathaniel know would have would have to move with that, but what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, um, I actually included that in my article too, and I think you hit it spot on with the when you said a lot of pieces have to move, like as I was doing research for this, the a's asking price for Olson is really high, like yeah. and it and it should be and it should be, yeah, yeah, it should, exactly be. Right. It should be like the dude is crazy at the plate. Um, he brings a good glove too. Like he's really an all-around first baseman that you would want, but that asking price is going to be really high. I do think um, that if the Rangers really put their, you know, if they really wanted to pull it off, I definitely think they could. I don't think it's super likely, but I think they definitely have the farm system, you know, the farm system in place to do that.
0: Yeah, I agree, and and Low would go there as well. But you know, and think just think about that infield. You know, if Young is who everybody thinks he's going to be, you'd have Young Simeon. Seeger and Matt Olson in the infield with you know Jonah Heim and Jose Trevino. It's a behind huge the plate.
2: stark contrast from last year.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, that would probably be no doubt the best infield in baseball. I mean, no doubt the best hitting and fielding infield in baseball. For I think sure. I don't think we would lead the league in errors, is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> no, but, especially on the right side. But yeah, uh, yeah go ahead. But, and go ahead and talk. Go ahead and talk about your article, Kane, and and, and what you put out because um, you know we had to. I did the same thing. We, we did the, uh, who our top Rangers all timers would be at every position. So talk about yours and you start and maybe I'll argue with you. Maybe I won't.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> um, my article about that is actually coming out on Thursday. Um, this upcoming Thursday is Tuesday right now. I don't know when you guys,
0: Oh, I see. beat you. Go figure. No. Yeah. This, 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 I, podca- this podcast I, will probably also come out on Thursday. So,
2: yeah. So yeah.
0: So you can say your article came out today.
1: Okay, it came out out today. Um, But no, I was doing some research um, about all time Rangers teams, and I kind of found mine to be a little bit different than um, theirs. Obviously, um, you know me growing up and watching, you know, the Rangers. I'm not done yet, but there is a lot of um, a lot of Rangers that are not too far from the past. Like a lot of people from the World Series teams found their way onto my teams. I really did some. you know, digging in on the numbers. And I got to say one thing I found out is like Rafael Palmero was a heck of a player. Yep. Like I was debating kind of like, Oh, is it him? Is it Will Clark? Palmero could hit though. His numbers really surprised. He me.
2: had the sweetest swing. He had the sweetest swing and you probably are not, you're barely enough old enough. You're probably born whenever he was doing that. But, um, you know, he had the sweetest swing, the easiest, smoothest swing, the less effort, you know, just so much little effort. Um, yeah. And and you know, unfortunately, at the tail end of his career, he was trying to extend it and got busted with steroids. And so it's kind of scarred his career. But man, whenever he was in his prime and playing with the Rangers, he was almost a triple crown triple crown winner.
1: Yeah, he was he his some of his numbers were just amazing. Like I I did not think of him you know that like that. But he's he's wild. All right. Who do you have a catcher? At catcher, I had Pudge. <laughs> I, I actually mentioned that in my article. I was like, well, luckily the the Rangers gods made the easiest the easiest decision first at catcher. Yeah.
2: Yep. I put in mine, uh, Pudge Rodriguez, catcher, no explanation needed. <laughs> <laughs> Second base.
1: Second base, I actually had Ian Kinsler. Okay, um,
2: me too, me too.
1: I. A lot of people were talking about uh, Franco. And I mean, he, he was solid, but the better part of his career really came, you know, not in Arlington. And I think looking at, you know, Kinsler, like he never really had that, that MVP type amazing season with the, you know, with the numbers. But I mean, he was my favorite Ranger of all time. Like I really, he's the true definition of just a five tool. Like he can do it all type all around player. Well, how many cycle?
2: times did he hit for the cycle?
1: <laughs> yeah, a ton. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shortstop. Sure stop. I uh, this is where I had Michael Young as shortstop. stop. I yeah,
2: there you go. There you go.
1: He actually, I'm pretty sure he played the most <laughs> at And so I was like, you know what? I can't not put Michael Young on this team. So I put him in as short. Third base. Third base. I had Belcher.
2: Okay. Uh, that's not, yeah, that goes without question. Right yeah. field. This is where it's going to get interesting. We go See. to the outfield.
1: This is where I hate to say that I'm actually not finished with my article yet. <laughs> oh. um, early thoughts, possibly Juan Gonzalez out there. Um, yeah, that's, I would, that's where I would probably mm-hmm. Center field. Center field, I have to lean with Josh Hamilton.
2: Though. Okay, left field.
1: Left field, ah, that's really a toss-up. I mean, I, Rusty Greer would probably be my pick.
2: Okay, you and I have agreed on every one of these. We're supposed to argue
1: here. <laughs> uh, no, I actually didn't look at yours. I saw you put it on my Twitter, but uh I hate it. <laughs> that's
0: yeah. that's all right. You know, here, here. We did. We did a couple. Well, a couple of years back, I did this. Remember, CJ, I did the greatest Rangers at each position. Yeah. And we I went through that whole thing. So that, it is fun to do. I think most of the ones you just said were the same I had. I mean, Pudge and Beltre are, are gimmies. I think I also did Michael Young at shortstop because I wanted to do Kinsler at second base because, again, when he was in Texas, like the day he was traded for Prince Fielder, I was upset.
2: Oh, I was like, pissed. I
0: liked him so much. I was so mad that they dealt him the way they did. But I mean, they, right. these kind of lists are so fun to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And what about um, now? We might argue D.H.
1: D.H. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. I saw uh, on Twitter, you and someone else were into it about D.H. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I think Nelson Cruz, if he counts as a D.H. But
2: he didn't. He played D.H. in, in Arlington.
1: He really didn't. So that's where I would have to do some further research. I really I don't know.
2: All right. I had Mickey Tettleton. So um, there's, there's a lot of them though that you can, and, and, and this is, I, I, I did my deal strictly based on when they play for the Rangers and what position they play. Right. That's so cool, yeah. um, now if you want to go ahead and, and, talk about players later in their career or whatever, yeah, I'd absolutely take Nelson Cruz as a DH.
0: Oh yeah. And today even at, at 41. Yeah. yeah, Right now he's still yeah. hitting bombs. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know what? I should do later. I should do a list of the worst rangers at each position. (laughs) Hey, man, I can help you with that. I mean, I already know. I already know starting picture, man. Chan Ho Park is number one on that. Oh
2: my god! And yeah, we had Eric Nadel on, and he talked about that. That's the worst signing.
0: Yeah, possibly ever. I know you. You were too young to know him, but man, he he was brought in as like the guy, and man, he was awful.
2: He would have. He was five B on the rotation when you, when you actually look at what he actually did, he would, he would have been a number five starter fighting for a five-star
0: spot. I mean, his ERA was over seven, wasn't it? While he was with Texas. Yeah, it was, it was, I I mean, six, six something. Yeah. And that was with a, you know, a full season under his belt. It was like, it was like Jordan Lyles or Kyle Gibson in 2020.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Jordan Lyles or Kyle, you know, Jordan Lyles or Mike fulton Nevitch would have been better at Chenho Park at that point.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I can say Mike fulton would have been better. <laughs> that was a, and you know what stinks? I've been going back and listening to some of our shows from earlier last year just to see how dumb we were. And, uh, you know, he actually started pretty good. Do you remember that, Mike fulton yeah, then, no, And then it kind of just, just dive bombed.
2: Oh, it, no, it didn't dive bomb. It nuclear bombed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember and that was go- that
2: was that that was that was Ben's. I'm gonna go ahead. I remember the episode Ben was talking about. That's his guy to watch, and he thinks he's gonna have a great season. And
0: I was right for two games. <laughs> he had a great two games. Yeah, I actually called him my player to watch on another podcast I was on too. And now I'm even more embarrassed about that. That guy never called me back for some reason. <laughs>
2: That's why you're stuck with me, Ben.
0: I remember the worst, the worst game of his from this last year. I can remember. I was driving the Dodgers to, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, Toronto in, in Buffalo. Oh,
2: they those two were both awful, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. But I, I was driving to Dallas and I was thinking, cool. the Rangers are playing a double header and I can listen to both games on the radio. And Fulton oh. gave,
1: up, gave
0: up 10 runs and got four outs. Yeah. And he gave up like well I think it was 5 or 6 home runs in the first 4 outs. Like I just like I I was like well I'm not going to turn it off but man this is not what I wanted driving driving, <laughs> driving to Dallas. Those
1: games those games are brutal because I remember I'm like all right they're back from the All-Star break. Let's yep. go. Yep. Yeah. Baseball's back and then I was like oh Rangers baseball's back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning of the end for Fulton I mean he was already doing bad but man I can't believe I mean the only reason they kept him on obviously is because the season was going nowhere and they needed someone to eat innings. That's the only reason he stayed all season.
2: Me and Ben were screaming for like two months, like just DFA. Just, yeah. just, but I mean, it's... he
0: did, he did eat up a lot of innings. I'll give him that.
2: Well, that's not something to be proud of.
0: It was You're... body language that got me like some oh, days, some yeah, days me's... he was out there just looking like a guy that had no desire to be there for sure. And I mean, I'm sorry. I have those days at work too, but I don't make, you know, $500,000 to start. So <laughs> if I did, right, I might be a better teacher.
2: <laughs> let's ask, let's ask uh, Kane the most important question. Okay. You ready? You're on the hot seat now, Kane.
1: All right. I'm ready.
2: What is your go to at Whataburger?
1: Okay. So. I've actually been preparing for this. <laughs> ah,
2: <laughs> you've been listening.
1: All right. Last night, I did listen to you guys, y'all's episode with Taylor Hearn. It was really good. Um, so I knew you were going to ask this. Now, I got to say, this is where I let you down. I'm not big on fast food. So, um... I'm really basic when it comes to water burger breakfast, though. Breakfast has got to be the taquitos. Those things are the best. And lunch and dinner, I just I get the regular water burger and I just customize that thing up.
0: I'll tell you what, there's nothing wrong with that. I no? mean, a lot of times I do the bacon and cheese water burger. I add jalapenos. Of course, we learned from uh, Eric Nadel that you can add grilled jalapenos. I didn't know that before that interview. He said, if you ask him, they'll do it for you. He said that was a Nolan Ryan trick. But I, I thought, are you sure they just didn't do that for Nolan Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there
1: you go.
0: Now, if we can just get Whataburger to give us money, that'd be even better.
2: Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Actually, King. you know You're what? Working. I
0: just take free Whataburger. I don't even need money. Just give me free Whataburger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd take it.
0: I haven't shied away from fast food unfortunately in my life. I'm working on that now, but uh, I haven't been very good at that.
2: So. Well, you've got to you got to eat fast food when you're delivering presents on Christmas. Look at you. I
0: know it's it's a long long Christmas. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I freaked out CJ one time. I came on the show after I'd shaved my beard and he didn't know who I was. I had
2: no idea. I was like, "Who the hell is this on the <laughs> podcast?" I uh,
0: should I should like put a voice changer on my voice next time I do that so you have no idea who I am.
2: Yeah, I'll be freaked out. I'll be Isn't like, there a Snapchat
0: okay. filter where I can get rid of it anyway? So
2: I'll be doing the podcast with uh, another guest and just be like, all right, we got a random dude here. He's probably going <laughs> to troll us. Who so. is this dude?
0: All right, so when the lockout ends, obviously we're mm-hmm. going to get pitchers. We're going to get possibly – I don't think we're going to get Matt Olson, but here's the deal. Are we going to have a full spring training? What do you guys think?
1: Oh, I hope so. I – I don't know. Spring see a full season. If you would ask that, my answer would have been different. A full spring training. uh, I don't know. I saw today, as you mentioned earlier, that they're going to start negotiating. And I mean, I got excited, but I was like, "Well, they aren't really the most. They don't seem the most eager to negotiate." So I I hope we do. But I, if I had to put a bet on it, I would say full spring training. Uh,
2: I've talked to some of our sources today, so I wasn't just dealing with the Rangers personnel <laughs> trying to get, trying to get alumni on like, um, well, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it's a lockout. Sorry. We got to be mum <laughs> But uh, a couple of my sources were saying they don't think that it's, they think it's going to be a short spring training. Um, Cause yeah, they're going to meet on Thursday, but you know, the owners are going to drag this thing out as long as possible and hope that the, the, the MLB players union breaks. And there's a lot of money on the table, a lot of money. Um, And and where the, where the owners have the advantage there is there's still what Ben, uh, what did Jeff tell us? Jeff Wilson, Uh, 85% of the free agents are still available. Yep. So there's a lot of contracts and a lot of money there for the players that are being lost. So right now the owners um, have the upper leg and they're going to, I think they're going to ride it as long as they can until the MLBPA breaks.
0: And the problem is the longer it goes, I think the the, the less chance some of those guys are actually going to get a contract. Like Jess said, some of these guys are going to be left out in the cold and have to sign during the season. Cause there's not going to be teams. Aren't going to have that money to spend, have that time to invest, have that time to look into them. Cause they can't have any contact with major league players right now. Anyone who is a major leaguer, you can't have contact with and that. I mean, that's gotta be tough when you're trying to scout and get ready for a season.
2: Well, and we've talked about Suzuki. And yeah, they yep. his, his window's frozen right now. They can't talk to him either. They can't post him. They can't do nothing. So there's, I mean, there's just so many factors going in and me and Ben are trying to go to spring training. And so it's messing with us too. Yep. So it's getting personal now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. We're supposed to hang out with Ricky Manasco when we go there. Yeah. If if MLB screws that, I'm going to go over there and, and make the meet.
2: I'm going to punch, I'm going to punch somebody in the face.
0: Go ahead and do Rob Manfred.
2: Yeah, oh, I will. I will punch him right in the. I, will I think punch right him. now
0: every baseball fan wants to punch Whoa. Rob Manfred in the face. You, you,
2: yeah, Kane. You, you, you probably saw my rant on Rob Manfred <laughs> on Twitter, and then my rant when I we had a uh, we had Jared Sandler on. Um, that dude, yeah, that's one person in the world. If somebody said you want to punch somebody in the face, that'd be one. That'd be number one.
1: Definitely the worst commissioner in all of sports ever.
0: I would agree. We, we've had some bad ones, but yeah, he, I mean, just, I mean, it doesn't help the lockout and then firing Ken Rosenthal because, or uh, not Ken Rosenthal. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't Ken don't Rosenthal. fire me
2: up. Don't fire that, me up. I'm just
0: saying, I mean, he's not, he's not, I mean, Roger Goodell, actually at first I didn't like him, but I actually, I think he's done a pretty good job overall, you know, and, and most people don't actually care about hockey. I like hockey, but most people don't care about hockey around here. So they don't, unless, unless the stars are good, like when they went Let's to the go Stanley stars. Cup a couple of years ago. But.
1: I love hockey. I'm a huge star now, fan.
0: Now see, I, I'm a huge stars fan as well. I was, I was around when they, they won the Stanley Cup in 99. Oh, I remember
1: exactly where it was. I do
0: I too. And uh, actually a story about them. I think I told CJ before, but I have a friend who needed a heart transplant and he was at Children's Medical and Madonna came to visit him. And then Mike Madonna like became friends with his family and, and he still talks to them to this day. Like he'll call every once in a while and check in on them and all that. It's pretty awesome. So he's a, he's, he's such a nice guy, but that right there, if I didn't already love him, you know, made me really love the Dallas stars and the fact that, you know, Michael Gruber used to work there. So Groobs, we got to get him on too.
2: Yes, we do. And by the way, Ben, good job at deflecting because I just rolled up my sleeves when we were talking about men for it.
0: Yeah. That's why I had to move on real quick and get away from that. (laughs) You didn't start swinging at the camera. (laughs) because that helps on an audio podcast to say you were swinging at the camera
2: this is why as um jeff wilson and john moore told us on our podcast it just helps to have a a co-host because when you start learning each other and and knowing about each other and knowing each other's tendencies he ben just knew i was about to go off yep he was like oh diversion tactics
0: boom I i didn't feel like having to edit all that out is what it was (laughs)
2: yeah. <laughs> too many cuss words
0: too many words for me to edit out
2: we've got a young one on the podcast so i got right careful. we got
0: you got to be careful
1: all
0: right so this will be your first season to cover the team kane what are you what are you looking forward to most with uh with, with your first season doing it
1: oh man this is my first season. yeah um, i'm honestly i'm looking forward to just everything that it brings you know i um I'm kind of going in not, you know, not really knowing what to expect, because if you guys don't mind, I would like to talk about how I kind of got the job.
2: Yeah, um, sure. You can go ahead. Yeah.
1: So um, this goes along with me not knowing what to expect, but I, I didn't know what to expect when I applied here because I um I actually I saw this on Twitter where Dallas Sports Nation, they were like, we're looking for bloggers. And I was like, wow, like I've, I've always wanted to do this. And I, I'd kind of done some stuff just you know, just for fun. And I'm like, I had always wanted to do this. And I was like, I'm 16 years old, you know, I'm not going to apply. I saw this ad at school. And later that night, I was like, you know what, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like, they're going to say no. And
2: all they can do is say no. There you go, buddy.
1: Even I can get some feedback on my writing or whatever. And so, so I I applied for it later that night. And I, um, a few days later, I got it. And I, I said, it's such a God thing because, you know, God really stepped in and he showed me like, you know, it doesn't matter how young you are, you know, like I can use you. And, and I knew that, but that was when I really experienced it. And so I'm just going into the season, just super excited and ready to see what it brings.
2: Well, I, I can't disagree with the, the God thing either. Cause I, as Ben knows, and I've, I've talked about on this podcast, I've, I had a rough 2020, um, and 2021 brought me back to being a partner with Ben, um, so, and now this, this thing, this podcast that we've got going is exploding. I mean, we've got guests on coming up that I'm not going to talk about. We're going to, we're going to keep that hidden. Cause I don't want John Moore to sneak attack me with the <laughs> chemo possum thing. Um, so um, now it's, I mean, God's, God's a part of, of all of our lives, whether we, whether we know it or not. And it's it's I think it's important that you said that, and I think it's great that you're you're getting such a a start at a young age. Um, you obviously know what you're talking about. Um, as a former professional journalist, I can all I can say is, man, keep writing. I mean, Ben knows yep. this. I used to write and write and write and write and write, and finally, I had to when it started becoming too much because I was getting too invested in my primary job. I had to step away from working with Ben and and some of our friends there um, at Nolan Writing at Fan um, so all the biggest thing is keep riding, but also don't overextend yourself. Know your limits.
1: Yeah. Now, do you, so. do you play baseball? Um, so I do. Yeah, I, I do play baseball. Um, I'm kind of a little bit stepping aside because I, I really want to get into like this field, like just writing and, and covering. I feel like that's, you know, that's where I, um, where I really thrive, but I do still enjoy playing.
2: Kane, you're the one that, um. Gave me the idea to write the story about you know who the all time Rangers greats would be. Um, so you gave me the idea, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to write something about that too. And you just pop on and you just write it, and it's it's great to have that freedom. Yeah, being and, and on dead, the, being on deadlines suck.
0: Yeah, and and the fact that you know again, the, I mean that the, they they give us the freedom to to write and podcast and do all the stuff that we want to do at our own schedule at our own pace. You know, like we have scheduled days to come out, but you know when those are and. You know, they don't freak out when you're like, hey, I'm not going to be able to post till tomorrow. You know, okay, cool, whatever. You know, it's just it's a good it's a good system. And and it's a good way for you to get into writing because you're learning how to do it without, you know, an editor sitting over you saying, you got to get this done. You got to get this done, which really sucks. CJ knows that really sucks.
2: Oh, my God. Deadlines, man. Like I just said, deadlines and they're sitting there. People are pressing you. And then you got other organizations that are trying to get information from you outside. And you're like, shut up. I got a deadline. You know, (laughs) leave me alone. Yeah leave me alone. So it's not just writing the articles, it's dealing with all the other crap. Um, but that's part of the business and you, you find a way to deal with it. And, uh, no, at Dallas sports nation, they've been great. Um, and they know that we've got a lot of things coming. So if we missed a a Wednesday, they'd be fine because they know we've got a whole lot coming. We got, we got two special guests on Thursday and Friday and I'm going to sing on Kane, uh, on Friday, Kane, I'm going to sing. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Ooh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to tune into that. <laughs> that's yeah. that.
2: That's a hint. I was in choir up until I decided to turn my attention towards full athletics. So I was in choir for God Almighty.
0: Yeah, I never did the full athletics. Obviously, I was. <laughs> I was a. I was a pretty good, uh, pretty good Nintendo player back in the day, though.
2: And and and, and a deliverer of
0: presents. Yeah, so you and brought a deliverer. Joy, yeah,
2: you brought joy to the world.
0: This is what I look like my senior year in high school. So you know. <laughs> Okay, maybe not, maybe not this gray, but uh that's what happens. And I'm back in high school now. Obviously, I'm a teacher for a living, Kane. It's I don't good... teach, Kane. <laughs> yeah, you you I, don't have the, you don't have the personality for it, CJ. I,
2: I'm I'm too gruff, man. I'm too gruff. I'm I'm the I'm I'm the butthole of this podcast.
0: <laughs> well, every podcast needs one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to be the bad cop.
0: Someone's got to be the possum. So. Ah! Ha, ha, ha. Did John text you? No, no. Well, actually, let me check. Maybe he did.
2: Oh, damn him!
0: And <laughs> damn right. you. That I was... know. Uh, t-shirt, oh. t-shirt on the way. I am working on it currently. <laughs> oh, I'm goodness. working on the chemo possum.
2: We're just, we're just running with it at this point. It's, 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 it's taking a, it's taken on a a, a whole trailblazing. Yeah, it's got a its life own. of its
0: own at this point. There's yeah. nothing you can do to stop it, unfortunately. No,
2: so I might as well run with it.
0: You just wait till someone gives you a great nickname you can't escape, Kane. You'll know what it's all about, you know.
2: Yeah, you, you never come up with your own nicknames, that's
0: for no, sure. No, no, then you wouldn't have come up with chemo. if you could. No,
2: man, it. John was so creative with that. <laughs> that was so random. It threw me off so bad.
0: Uh, that was. It was funny. All right, but we do have lots coming up on the show, uh, coming up in the next few weeks. We also have, I can, I can say, one I will say we confirmed is uh, is Jax Biggers, the Rangers, uh, the Rangers outfielder. Outfielder or infielder? He's an outfielder, I believe. I should yes, know sir. that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm I, pretty sure he's an outfielder. I saw him play in, in Frisco.
2: And I can confirm Thursday. Can I do this, Ben? All
0: right, go ahead. Matt Hicks. Ooh. So that'll be a good one, Yeah. We he he, he we're going to talk about him because you know there's nothing else in baseball that we can talk about. So we're going to talk about Matt Hicks.
1: <laughs> Tune into that. The Rangers radio team is amazing. They're awesome.
2: Oh yeah. man, uh, Eric and Matt and Jared. Jared, had yeah. Jared on multiple times. Jared when Jared got the job back in 2015, I was working in Gatesville as their sports editor. And when he got that job, I was so excited because it was so fun listening to him on uh, 105 through the fan. Yep. Um, whenever he got his spots in, you know, he wasn't a regular cause they had the regular shows, but then he got that ranger's job. I was like, yes. Yep. And he's added such an interesting and, and quirky dynamic, I guess I can call it.
0: And he does, um, he does some, some wild research. He he comes he up with some, some weird crazy stats, man.
2: research. And, and, and so,
0: <laughs> all right, guys, well, it's been fun. I think we will wrap it up for the night, but thank you guys both for coming on tonight. Kane, thank you for joining us for the first time.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys for having
0: me. We will definitely have you on again. CJ, you stay cool.
2: I'm going to, I'm always cool. I know I'm you're as always, cool. Cool. I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow.
0: Stuart Scott used to say. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at the